Hello, folks. I, I forget what to say. It's been so long. I It's like I'm not with this anymore. <laughs> Hello, folks. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Tessa Talks podcast. It's been a while, a, a very, very long while, and we are still here. We're still with the living, and uh, we've got some – we've got a full board. I guess you can call it a board, like a full cast of members here today. Um, we have people that have been here before, and we have – no, you haven't been here before, right? You're new. Yes, uh, it's my first time. I'm a uh, don't say you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay we'll, we'll start with you because you're the new person. Noah, thanks for uh, joining us. You have a wealth of knowledge when it comes to Tesla. I've talked to you online and offline, uh, in person stuff. I, you know your stuff, so that's why I wanted to get you on the show. Thanks for being here. Yeah, of course, anytime. But I mean, you're you're I consider you a, a friend of mine. So I mean, that's the other reason I want you to be here. I don't want to just make it sound like I'm using you just for your oh, <laughs> just for your Tesla knowledge. <laughs> uh, speaking of a wealth of knowledge, I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, welcome Darren from Drive Tesla Canada. Welcome, Darren. Makes I mean, sense. you h- half the time, more than half, almost all the time, we have a show and you can't make it. Um, live but you're in the audience or something like that it's like we do your articles and we do topics from your your um website and it's like you know what darren should just be here he should just <laughs> take over and do it because you know all the all the answers and if there's any questions and stuff like that you know it all so uh i'm not just saying that to blow sunshine up your butt either you you're a very very knowledgeable person and you've got some good uh insight uh, i don't want to have you leak your sources or anything but you've got some good sources so that's good. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky in getting those over the couple of years I've been doing this. So good, good stuff. And um, speaking of a wealth of knowledge, that's about it. And then we have Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm just kidding. <laughs> nothing. Hi. I have nothing to say. Hi, Franklin. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, you know, I might be a little harsh on you tonight, uh, just just because I was going through my. Uh, camera video and I saw a video that you um, made for me when I w- was absent from the table on Saturday at lunch so we'll just well, leave it at that <laughs> basically we're going for, he makes it sound worse than it is we I know I know for, I know I was gonna explain but you explain it we went out for lunch he put his GoPro on the table and then he left to go to the bathroom so I did the right thing to do as a friend, right? And I picked up his GoPro and made like a nice little selfie video. And I left it there as a surprise for him to see later on when he went to go edit his footage. That's exactly what I saw too. That it was it was a surprise. You know, it was a surprise. But as I'm watching it, I'm like, you know what? I should have known he would have done that. Because you know what? I would have done the same thing too. So You know the, you know the best is? When What's people the leave their phones down, almost every phone now, you don't need the passcode to get into the camera. That's true. So if you pick up the phone, you can take like a lot of selfies. Let's just use the word a lot rather than put a number on it. Make <laughs> someone really upset. And it's it's an hilarious, like, it's a good, clean joke, right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. If you don't take it too far. Yeah, which which you didn't. And um, I'm putting together that video and it's a, it's a little, small little drive we went on uh, this past weekend. And it's going to come out on my channel probably in the next few days, if not by the weekend for sure. Mine will be out tonight. Oh, Okay. I'm an overachiever. Yeah. Pressure. I'm sorry. Pressure's on. No, you know what? I've got way too. I'm I'm leaving for a five day camping trip in the morning. Uh, so I've been busy in the last two days getting ready with that. Plus other videos. Plus my I've got another channel where I do camping stuff. So I've got a, 
I just been way, way, way too busy. Mine will come out when it comes out. But my background, my green screen background, that is when we went this weekend. I'll just get out of the way and show you. <laughs> you weren't out of the way. I know it didn't, it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> we, we got we got to see the skyline at least. So there's okay. that. I can do this for the audio only listeners. Um, basically, Dax <laughs> thinks he's out of the way. That's I know. I know. Well, I'm. If you saw where I am in this little tiny space, you would you would know that I can't get out of the way. It's like too tiny. Like, uh, how can I show this? Oh, I can take a picture. Um, I, I I didn't even do it right. Okay, that's that's where I am, and the green screen messes it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, thanks for coming on the show, guys. You know what? It's been like I said, it's been a month, so there's been so much uh, news. I mean, I can't get to it all. Uh, we're just gonna try to touch on. If you guys have anything, I didn't ask you guys. If you have anything you want to talk about, uh, I know we're tight for time. Some of our guests have to um, uh, jet after. Uh, predetermined time so I get it when you guys need to go just let me know don't don't feel that you're gonna be rude just let me know and uh we'll we'll say bye and thank you and stuff like that but um like I said a lot of news the only thing I want to mention is like I mean there's some some stuff that we could just touch on we don't even have to discuss and stuff like that and there's a, a few things that I want to get your guys takes on I mean okay beta nine delayed again any surprise <laughs> I mean it's it's it was laughable two, three weeks ago or a month ago. Now it's like, like what's beyond laughable? I mean, it's just expected. It's, it's actually, I, I, I almost don't want to see it come out. Just, I just wanted this joke to keep going, but I obviously I want to see it come out. I, I don't want it, it to go that bad, but it's, it's incredible how you just keep saying two weeks, two weeks. And that was the butt of many jokes for the longest time. Now it's like a week. I think, I think he's um, <laughs> uh, shortened it to instead of two weeks. Now it's just one week. And uh, the plaid is out. They had the plaid event, and that was um, uh, it. Was a good. I mean, it might have been underwhelming for some people that were expecting more, but it was just uh, it. It was a what was, what was it? It was a delivery event. So I mean, what do you expect? I, I guess what do you expect? Uh, but there's a lot of. Have you guys noticed? There's a lot of videos out there with plaid. Uh, okay, there's ones that are at the racetrack, at the drag strip, and stuff like that racing responsibly but have you guys seen a lot of ones just racing on the street like just street racing a lot yeah yeah and i'm thinking you know what i mean that so car is people that car is so like i mean it's getting up to 150 miles in seconds like it's mind-boggling and i'm just it, i hate to say it and i don't want to see it happen i mean absolutely don't want to see it happen but it's only a matter of time with with the ferocity of these videos coming out that someone's gonna get into an accident i mean it's some yeah, serious there, there was one yesterday or the day before an accident no a oh. video of the guy doing a quarter mile run just on a regular road and i think he got 9.22 um anyway when i was watching the video i was like i really hope this road doesn't have any like side streets or uh driveways that come onto this road and sure enough He's doing like 150 miles an hour and there are driveways or you're going so fast you can't even see what it no. is. There's definitely side roads coming onto that road. And at that speed, there's no no time to react. No, so, no, now. no. 150. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, that's exactly what I thought when I've been seeing these videos. I mean, the first one, second one, but then it got into like half dozen, a dozen of them I've seen. And it's just like, yeah, it's just a matter of time. I mean, like Darren says, you just, there's 
I don't care what you say. There's no time to react. Like like Darren says, I took he took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, so I don't want to see it happen. I hope it doesn't. Just guys, just if you have it, it's cool. It's, be responsible. Uh, take it to a track if you have to. And there's there's a lot of people that have been taking it to a track. Um, that one guy, I forget his name, that uh, actually Ryan interviewed in a couple of weeks ago that got his on delivery night. I Emmett, think I think Emmett maybe is it Emmett Peppers. Yeah. Is Sorry, it, what what was the name? I think Emmett Emmett Peppers. Yeah, that's Peppers. Yeah, I knew it was yeah. a name that I I know if I heard. Yeah, 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 Peppers. Yeah, uh, and yeah, he's been taking it to track and he put out some cool videos and stuff like that. So just be careful if I can say anything a public service announcement. If you have it, congratulations. It is awesome, but be careful, man. Uh, and then the and you guys correct me or enlighten me on what the acronym stands for because I always forget the IIHS. Uh, they finally put the Model 3 back in the top five-star rating. Um, well, I think in, they never took the five-star rating, but they, they did basically, they did the test of the vision-only car, and they uh, they kept it, I guess. Uh, I know Darren did a whole article on it. I, I didn't want to go into oh, huge details, but those are just some things I noticed um, that, we, that I just wanted to briefly mention. But getting into the actual news, I mean, that was news, but the actual news is... You know, let's talk about, as I'm pulling it up here, uh, Tesla Vision, the new software that has just come out. Um, it's been over a month. I know Elon said two weeks, or Tesla said two weeks, and I can say that because I remember when I got my car delivered, they said two weeks. And I've had my car for just over a month. I got it on the 21st or 22nd, and now today is the 29th of June. I got mine back in May. So it's been well over a month, four weeks, five weeks probably. And uh, the newest update, 21.4.18.10, uh, restores and improves a, a number of features, just like uh, Darren says in his article here. Anyone get this update yet, by the way? Or is it just for vision-only cars, I'm wondering? It's just for vision-only. Okay. I know someone who got, uh, I think, they got an update on their Model S uh, this week. They've been pushing out another, like a new update for, I think it went to Model Y owners as well. I don't have that one yet. I'm on 18.3, but I think there's like a .4.21 now as well that started rolling out with uh, just minor bug fixes, but it seems that this one's specifically for the vision-only cars. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Well, <laughs> and it makes sense because a lot of people have been asking me uh, in the last day or two if I got the update, and I'm like, no, you know what? Of course I didn't get the update, but I guarantee you when I'm three and a half hours up north and my car is sitting in the driveway by day two or day three, that's when I'll get the update when I can't use it for the next few days. It never fails. Whenever I go away and I don't take my car and it's a major update, not to say this is major, but I guess for me it is because uh, let's talk about it. I mean, it, 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 it raises the speed. That's one from 75 miles to, to 80 miles. Um, what else does it do? You guys, uh, correct me here. Okay, it um, smart summon. I, smart summon. I don't have um, FSD, so I won't uh, notice that. But it re-enables smart summon, and uh, the emergency lane departure avoidance. Mine was grayed out in my menu, uh, so I guess when it re-enables it, it'll ungrade it, I guess, and it'll allow me to turn it, uh, toggle it on or off. Um, it's one of those things, like I was saying in one of my previous videos. It's it's an emergency feature so it's not something that i could really test out or can i like can you you guys know is it something that i could uh readily test out in a safe environment 
I think if you're in cruise control and you go to leave your lane, it'll correct and keep you in your lane. That's at least been my experience with it. So you could probably do it. it See, go ahead. No, yeah, that's all pretty much. I'm saying you could probably do it. If, if I'm correct, then, I mean, you could technically do it if there's no cars in the road and it's just an empty road, then it wouldn't hurt to see if it would keep you in your lane or not. Well, see, there's two different ones. There's, And I remember when this first came out, it was confusing to a lot of people, including myself. And when it first came out, it, they came bundled with a bunch of other things last year. It was lane departure avoidance and emergency lane departure avoidance. There was two separate things. And the lane departure avoidance, I know it still works on my on my uh, radarless, radarless car. Yeah, um, that still works because, yeah, if I'm in just cruiser, not even cruise, just if I'm just driving – and I take my hand off the wheel and I just coast over to the line, either one of the dotted lines or a solid line. It'll beep and notify and it'll, it'll steer me back into the center of the lane. Uh, so that works. That, and I think that's just lane departure avoidance. But the emergency one, that I think has to do with actually, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, being in some kind of um, autopilot or, or navigate on autopilot and I'm guessing if someone comes into your lane, then it'll depart in an emergency. Like it'll it'll take evasive action. I yeah, know. I think you might be right. Could yeah, be, there's definitely so. two things. Yeah. Sorry, Darren. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And once again, that's. I mean, I could get Franklin to drive beside me and try to slam into me, but that's <laughs> nah. that's only fun if it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. So what is what it's what's the only thing missing now in terms of feature set it'd be the follow distance yeah well that's what i was wondering i was gonna ask because i didn't see it and i was gonna ask you guys has the following distance been changed i know no, some it, people here like following on one yeah and you know what it's you know what it's it's actually popular i i watched um dirty test of chris's uh video this morning because uh, he just got a new y uh once again uh, a vision only car and he's been, you know, Chris, he's going to put it through extensive testing. And and he um, he says he he admits he's uh, guilty for being a, a number one setting driver, too. Um, so it's, it, you know, I, I thought it was rare, but in, in the groups and in the forums and speaking uh, to other people in this uh, group that will remain nameless unless they want to voluntarily say, uh, I, I, I realize one is very popular. So... Yeah, I mean, I drive on I drive on one, and the biggest reason I'll say, like, you know, hit me with it. I'm guilty as charged here, but you almost hit me with it. No, 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 no. There was no nothing like that. But for me, it's just I find that in traffic, it leaves a little too much space if you don't put it on one, and then you constantly have people cutting in and out. And when it's inclement weather and and whatnot, I tend to turn it back to three. Uh, and in the winter, I usually keep it three or four. But in the summer, when it's good weather, I don't mind keeping it on one, especially uh, when I'm in traffic situations. But yeah, I was just going to add to what you were saying. The biggest thing that I think they still have to fix, and I don't know if this is something they can fix or if this is a quirk of vision, um, is the auto high beams. I know that some people have had problems with that and say they're not a huge fan of having to have the high beams enabled uh when they're in autopilot and obviously it should turn off and and work well but i mean everything only works well to a degree so i think there's that that still needs to be ironed out the following distance and i, I think the speed you can actually go even higher on autopilot if you wanted to not that you should um but i think you could still turn it up a little bit more 
to match the what we currently have with the radar vehicles. Yeah. yeah. It, it, in regards to the speed, in, in Elon's here, I got it up on the screen. In Elon's uh, reply tweet to uh, Chris, he actually apologizes for having it at 75 and says it was done with precautionary. Uh, but he said it turned out to be unnecessary. So I'm wondering, if, <laughs> did anyone else take that? by him like throwing his engineers under the bus because <laughs> you know it wasn't his decision if it was up to elon he wouldn't he wouldn't have turned anything off he would have just probably had it on i think that's obviously you know erring on the safe side of uh, caution uh and i think it's done by his engineers so and it, it to me it sounded like when he said turned out to be unnecessary it made it sound like oh he's throwing somebody under the bus like I told them it shouldn't have done it and they did it anyways. <laughs> I could just be way off. But no, no, there was some video I uh, saw today where they were talking about the new the new software version and they said and I can't remember if it was the wipers or the auto um the auto high beams. I want to say it was auto high beams in this new version uh it turns on when you first engage but you can manually go in there and turn it off. Whereas the version I have, uh, dot three, I can't go in there and manually turn it off. Once it's on, uh, it's on. Like autopilot takes over and doesn't allow me to do anything. But apparently in the dot ten, you you can turn it off. Yeah, that's right. That's under there, under the miscellaneous stuff. Okay. Um, that was first thing this morning when I saw someone say you could turn the auto high beams off, um, but no one had tested at that point um, whether the wipers could be turned off as well. So that could be in there as well. I, I just haven't seen it yet. It's, I really it's hope in, it is. So. <laughs> yeah. No, it's interesting. Uh, we were talking at the beginning of the show how we have had some uh, bad weather here in Ontario uh, today. And I was driving home and I was, it's a rain video that's coming up. I, I ended up making a video. I had the, my camera in the car at the time. So I was like, hey, let's make a video. And anyways, long story short, and you'll see it in the video, the wipers which I was in autopilot and the auto wipers, it took a long time to come on. Like, like it was satisfied. I guess the system was satisfied that, Hey, I can see, I, I can see just fine. I don't need to turn the wipers on. Whereas I'm like, as a driver, I'm like trying to see through the dots and stuff like that. And all, it wasn't raining. And here's the thing. It wasn't raining. It was just the spray. The, it had previous rain, previously rained. And so the roads were wet and the cars in front of me were spraying up, uh, just spray. So that's what was getting my windshield, not rain. The minute it started raining and the dots, you can actually see there were bigger raindrops. The drops were uh, hitting the windshield. Then the wipers came on. So it's, I, I, I know there's a discrepancy in how some people think the wipers work in auto, but I'm impressed. All I could say, I was impressed. I was like, you know what? You're driving, not me. So why do I need to see? So if you don't want to turn the wipers on, I won't turn it on. I'll let you take do it. Right? You know, you're you're in charge type of thing. So I thought that was pretty funny, or not funny. But I th thought it was pretty interesting. Right. So there's a comment as well. Uh, David wants to know if the sentry mode is fixed, and it is fixed in this update. Just want to yeah. throw that in there. Oh yes, uh, but then I heard somebody else in one of the videos I saw today say, "Oh, it was um, it was oh, I forget the guy's name. I, I'm drawing a blank now. He says he's got the update, and he says the uh, sentry mode still wasn't working for him. It was it was shoddy. It was off and on. So that you know what? 
that's the biggest part of this update. If, if it truly is working, that will be the most useful thing for me. That's what I missed the most. 75, yeah, I could go a little uh, faster on the highway, but I don't really care about that. Um, following distance, I can keep it, <laughs> as we talked about. The, the high beams, take it or leave it. The emergency lane departure, I hope to, have, hope to never have to use it, so I don't care if it comes on or not. But it's good to know that I have it if, it if I need it. But the sentry. Sentry is what I'm missing the most. It's like I'm parking in the most remote spots just because I'm so paranoid when I'm going in malls. It's, like, it's killing me. But apparently it's not just, it's not just us radar us cars. It's a handful of radar cars too, like older 2020s. So hopefully we get it back soon. Uh, moving on. Let's move on because I think we've, uh, we've we killed this question uh in the comments want to address it now before we go into the next topic yeah sure buddy you want to uh, pull it up if you I could don't well, have I... access um dan says any word on the model y uh, 4680 will have the same range as the current long range or have a different zero to 60 it's dan you said yeah dan said that is it far up there uh, no it's not that far uh, any, oh any, yeah yeah i see anyone going to give a thought I don't think there's been any like official word on it, but I mean, um, I mean, hopefully we'll find out soon. The rumor that has been passed around is that they're targeting October for Model Y forty six eighty out of Texas, and I mean the factory production factory is working along quickly. But uh, in regards to like range and top speed, I, personally, and this is just my opinion, I think that it's more likely that they reduce the size of the pack. Um, you know, they're very battery constrained. That's the biggest uh, issue. And I think they're going to need 4680s for the Cybertruck and for the Tesla Semi. So I think they're more likely to keep the current range and shrink the battery pack. Um, and cut the price, maybe? And and maybe cut the price. I mean, Elon had said that they're targeting uh, Model Y being the best-selling vehicle in the world uh, by the end of next year, Q4 of next year. So I think if you want to do that, then you're going to have to reduce the price a little bit uh, in some key markets. So. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to increase range or top speed just yet. Yeah, well, they've been <laughs> – I shouldn't laugh, but they've been raising the price um, over the past month or two. That's some other news that we, we missed in the in the month that we've been – or month plus that we've been off. Um, yeah, in the States, they've been raising the price. It's what, Darren, now it's about three grand in total that's raised? Yeah, I think three grand since the beginning of the year. Wow. Yeah. In the last two weeks. Anyone find it interesting, us Canadians, that ours hasn't raised? And we know why, but does that speak volumes to how it just goes to show you that we were paying too much to begin with? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were definitely paying more. And I mean, I think that them raising the price most likely has to do with, one, inflation seems to be kind of uh, present in the U.S. in general and everywhere inflation seems to be coming. And then also, I mean, I don't know if you reported this at all, Darren, but uh, I mean, it seems like there's pretty much backlogged orders until like November, October, November for the Model Y. So if they have such a huge uh, order flow, then does it hurt them to, you know, bump the price $500 here and there to kind of keep up with uh, the inflation that's kind of happening? Probably not. So, and the orders still keep coming in, right? Well, that's it. I mean, it's it's in, it's insane to think. Like, and I I I said this in one of the uh, chat groups a couple of days ago. It's like they're raising the price and they're selling out longer and longer into the year for Model Ys. 
it makes it makes them look like geniuses when we first thought they were fools when they put out the the standard range model Y and it was there for like three weeks, four weeks, and then they they axed it and we're like, oh, what what are they doing? They're like so stupid, but. Now they're geniuses because if they hadn't, think about it. If they hadn't done that, in my opinion, all those SRs would have eaten into the long range and probably eaten into profit because let's face it, the more expensive the car, the more profit I think they're making, right? Uh, and it makes their assembly line a lot more efficient and easier. So, which once again translates into a, a fit, um, profitability and efficiency. So I think they're geniuses. I mean, this is working out perfect. This is like they could write a, a playbook about this. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, we had one more. If you guys want to cover it quickly, do you think we'll ever get to the point where cameras can detect potholes? I, I mean, I think they've kind of alluded to uh, as the neural net improves and as things improve, it'll be able to detect potholes and it'll be able to you know start identifying blinkers on cars when other cars are using their blinkers. So, I think it's just about getting to the point where it can do like the basic stuff first, like drive on city streets. And then <laughs> after that, we'll probably get pothole detection and stuff like that. I'll yeah. give it even yeah. two weeks later. I'll even yeah. give a better answer. Elon said yes. Okay. Next yeah. question. No, <laughs> uh, no, he did say yes a couple years ago. Yeah. 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 He did say yes. He says yes to a lot of things. So yeah. And the developers are like, okay, let's add this to the queue. <laughs> yeah. There's a big queue. And I just realized you got the same picture as me, Franklin. I know. I even stole your mic. And, yes. and a mic. Like, <laughs> could you do anything else? It's same? not. It's not. It's not a real. Like my real mic's here. I don't know if you can see it in view here. There's my real mic. But I thought it was funny to steal yours. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was funny. I did it when you jumped down. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did. I just noticed. No, it's um. It if if Tesla's throwing all their eggs in one basket, which it seems that they are, with vision, yeah, I guess anything can be done with vision now, right? Like like Noah says, turn signals, potholes, debris in the road. Like if we can see it, and and this is Tesla's philosophy, right? If the human eye can see it, why can't the camera see it and in a better way? In, so yeah. we'll see. Yes. Um you sound the class. Kat Green's only's um, tweet about was, CPU. Was, was he on vacation? No. Oh, because it sounded like he was on vacation. But yeah, no, I I <laughs> get off on a tangent. Yeah, where he's talked about uh, they've ran out of room. Yeah, more or less. Um, yeah, that's scary. I hope that hasn't happened. I mean, he's he's brilliant, so I, I tend to believe him. He, you have to remember, he's reporting on stuff that he has from his build, right? He's not promote like he's not reporting on what Tesla's doing internally. True. Uh, so from what he can see, they grind out a room, and obviously Tesla's going to optimize their code. Uh, if they're able to optimize it the way they want to, they can probably gain squeeze out another twenty, thirty, forty percent out of uh, what they have currently. Uh, but the way Tesla's going about it is they're going to basically uh, go into their safety buffer uh, based off what Green was um, like uncovered. And I don't know if that's a great idea or not. I, I feel like if that's the case, I feel at some point we're going to have a hardware, like a, like, I mean, they already alluded to hardware four, right? So it wouldn't shock me if they did another upgrade. Yeah. And that's just a natural progression. I can see that, but I'm just hoping it's not like nothing like full self-driving or anything like that. Any feature, mandatory feature is dependent on it, on, on the upgrade. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing there's, I mean, it's, 
it's a lot of like opinion based stuff right now, right? Um, when we bought our car decks, the website looked vastly different. <laughs> like, we sound like a married couple. <laughs> when we bought our car decks, well, I know you got yours like a day, the the afternoon after me, like or the same afternoon as me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> like we got our car the same day. We didn't know each other either. No, thank at God. the same location. So yeah. Um, anyway, uh, there were like the website looked vastly different in terms of FSD and what what it had accomplished. Oh yeah. Whereas today, as long as they offer city streets plus what they current currently have, they've technically fulfilled uh, their FSD requirements based off the website. Yeah, but with <laughs> yeah no, officially, but with yeah. with Elon touting all this other stuff, I mean. There is no going back to that now. <laughs> no, no, no. I know that. I'm just saying from a perspective of whether they offer a free upgrade or not, right? Yeah. Um, big shout out to uh, Tesla Connect Paul in, in the chat there. He says, pothole detection will make phantom braking worse probably. Or he's asking. And thanks, Paul, for the, um, for the super sticker you shouldn't have. Please don't. One more. Hey guys, got my Model Y yesterday at highway. Yeah. With one or both rear windows open, the car shakes like crazy. Anyone else notice this? Bit Jam. I've been talking to Bit Jam uh, on um, uh, in the comments on all, all my videos, uh, probably for the last three four weeks. And yeah, he was really he or she. I I, I don't know. I'm gonna say they were really excited about getting their car. So um, congratulations to them. Um, no, that's that's normal in any car, isn't it? Like the, I think the Y or any test is so well sealed that you're going down a highway, you open some windows. I know when my son, when we're on a highway, my son opens up his back window and no one else has their windows open. It pops our ears. So. Yeah. I don't know what it's, it's hard to, say, to understand what car shakes mean. Like if no, it's just like wind noise. Does, and... No, it buffers it. I, I've seen, I've, I've yeah. felt it. I felt that in, in other, in various cars, it's not just a Tesla thing. It's various cars. It buffers. That's, that's physics and aerodynamics, right? Darren, I, I can't think of anything else than that. Oh yeah. I remember that happening when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Break for potholes, my new bumper sticker. All right. You want to go to the next thing? We'll come back to the comments some summer. <laughs> Thanks for all the comments, guys. Uh, keep it coming. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get to it as we keep going. Um, okay. This one I want to talk about because it, it sort of annoyed me. Uh, did it annoy anyone else? Like, yeah. Tesla having to, I guess, pander to to governments uh obviously it's the chinese government is doing this they in, in a nutshell and, and i might not have this fully so darren uh or franklin or noah please correct me uh, i know darren wrote the article so that's why i said to darren first um three hundred thousand cars had to be quote unquote recalled just like darren saying in, in the article recall because it really wasn't recalled uh thankfully with tesla ota stuff they can do anything over the air and they were able to just do it but and that's not the issue. Like, I mean, it was done. It was done pretty smooth, smoothly, I guess, um, in a timely fashion. And it probably cost them nothing other than engineering time. Whereas if this was uh, legacy automakers, here Darren says in, in the in the uh, heading headline, it would have taken. It would have cost them millions because they would have to bring each car in for service and spend like tech hours to do it. So. Thank God for over-the-air updates, and I think these uh, legacy automakers are finally, you know, realizing, hey, this is where it's at, and this is where we can save money. So look at the Fords and stuff like that. They're they're finally doing it, and I think Porsche too. But 
what bugs me about is is the reason behind it. Uh, was it? Am I correct in thinking, Darren? It was just an autopilot chime discrepancy. Exactly. <clears throat> if you're familiar with uh, your car, you know that when you just put it in traffic aware cruise control, that little blue circle on the le left hand side in the image there, it just turns on with no chime at all and um, maintains your speed based on traffic around you. Yep. So all the update did was to add a single chime when you activate that feature. Because you know when you activate autopilot, you get kind of get that double chime. Yep. And now with this one, it's just a single chime on on traffic aware cruise control. Crazy. I mean, I don't know. It, yeah. it just bugs me because what bugs me even more too is what Darren was saying in the article there is so much media jumped on it and and the wordings they used like if it was like the end of the world and all this dangerous things that tesla has done and they had to fix this dangerous oh it was just it, it was outrageous so the media made it worse than 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 anything else well it's like paul said the word uh, recall doesn't make any sense here uh they yeah. use the word recall with tesla because it gets more clicks gets more media attention yeah. Uh, how like you're gonna you're really gonna click on an article that says Tesla updates car over the air like you know? Nope. Yeah, I get it. I get that part of it. Yeah. And that's but... that's mostly what it is. I mean, I honestly hope we get the same beep. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Like, I want the beep. And my here's my reasoning. I've been on autopilot uh, more often than not, where uh, <laughs> okay. autopilot will trigger off because of weather. And it'll pop up saying, like, autopilot is off because of weather, but TAC will enable. And sometimes it doesn't even beep, but TAC will enable when autopilot triggers off. And it'd be nice to have, like, a little beep when TAC enables in those circumstances. Because uh, I'm still paying attention, but it's nice to know what the car's doing without always glancing over. Yeah. There's a guy on YouTube, uh, Tech Something, Something of Tech. I forget the YouTube channel. He does some good stuff. He's got a uh, Model 3. And he made a video about two weeks ago talking about that he was at a drive-through, and he, he, it's happened to him a few times where it's, it, it scared him, and he just so happened to be recording when he was at this drive-through, and it happened, and he made a video out of it where he said it was dangerous, where he was just he was in autopilot, and then he came out to go into this drive-through, but he was still in attack, uh, but he didn't know it, and he took his foot off the uh, the not the brake, uh, what he, something he did. Oh, no, he, I remember. He thought he was in park, but he was just had his foot on the brake, and he was in drive the whole time. So he, when, he took his, uh, when he went to put it into drive, what he thought was putting it into drive, he was just putting it into tack, and he didn't know. So when, when he took his foot off, like he started accelerating, and he took his foot off thinking regen was going to kick in to slow down, it started going more. Luckily, it, the tack was set very low. I forget the guy's uh, name. It's uh, something of tech, but... Yeah, same scenario. So, yeah, I see it, and I hope we get it, too. I mean, it can't hurt, right? Yeah, I agree. And I'll just say, like, the recall thing, 100%, it's, like, the media looking for clicks, calling it a recall, anything to, like, share some fun about Tesla. And I went to work at work yesterday. I had an employee come up to me, and he was like, hey, I heard about this recall that happened. There's this huge recall, hundreds of thousands of cars. And I said, one sec. I said, here's my phone. I said, let me go to my app store. I have 38 recalls right now. In my <laughs> That's <app> exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> and I said, and I, and I showed him just like the 10 second video of playing of the chime and, and what it was. And he's like, That's the recall. Like, but people don't click, people don't read the whole article. Um, 
And then, yeah, you just have people walking around saying 300,000 Teslas got recalled. And in reality, it's 300,000 Teslas got a chime when they press a button. And yeah, so it's it's foolishness for sure. Oh, it is. I'm just looking up this guy. Is it the tech of tech? Someone says, yeah, it is the tech of tech. Thanks, uh, Mitchell. It is a tech of tech uh, YouTube channel. He puts out some good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean... Speaking of, and I get like I get the media has a job to do, and they want to sell articles and sell papers or whatever the new version of selling a paper is these days. I get that, but there's times where I could get that, but then there's times where social media um, goes too far. And the next article is about this guy, but from Inside EVs. The guy's not from Inside EVs. Sorry, I should rephrase <laughs> that. The article's from Inside EVs. Uh, talks about this um, TikTok guy. Uh, he, we realize now. I remember about a week or two ago when when the uh, refresh Model S was released, said something about the steering wheel or the airbag falling apart in his hands or or coming apart or breaking or something like that. And now we find out that uh, he faked the video and now he's apologizing. Is what I want to know from you guys is, is an apology enough should, or should he face more kind of a, you know, repercussions? Well, I think he kind of is. Um, he was, the police did contact him about the incident. If I, if Oh, they I did. And uh, he's banned from going to that Tesla location. Um, I'm not sure what else happened but yeah he is facing more than just oh good okay good to know yeah it seems like the police contacted him i mean the story basically is is that he went to a tesla showroom or tesla service center showroom and i guess he just got into an unlocked vehicle oh it wasn't even his car no so it, it actually wasn't his car so the story is it was in transport mode i guess Maybe they were preparing it for delivery, fastening a few things. Who knows what the whole story is on that. But he basically got into an unlocked car and made the TikTok. Um, and I mean, pe- people make stupid videos all the time. So Yeah, I get it. So, so sorry, guys. This is I'm glad I have you guys on because I didn't know all this. So he basically sounds like he damaged Tesla's property. It wasn't even his car. So- yeah, and the crazy thing was, he, he it's not like he did one 10 second video of him in the car. He did, I think it was like 20 or 30 videos of him in the car and around the car. And he even took off the screen protector that comes from the factory. So yeah, he should be charged with mischief in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I don't know what the equivalent of mischief is down in the States. If and I'm, I'm assuming he's from the U S um, but yeah, he should be charged. I mean, I, I, what I was going to ask you guys originally before you guys enlightened me on that whole thing is should Tesla turn around and sue him or would that look bad on Tesla from a PR standpoint? Um, but now knowing this, uh, screw uh, uh, suing him. He, they should lay charges on him to set an example, but that's just, <laughs> that's just me. Zero tolerance stacks <laughs> speaking out loud. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think whatever criminal penalties sh- like those should be faced, but I don't think it's worth worth it for Tesla to go after him. I mean, there's always going to be videos that blow up on TikTok uh, that, you know, show negative things. I mean, Jeremy Judkins, I don't know if you guys know him on Twitter. I'm sure a lot of people do. He's always on on uh, TikTok fighting the FUD, and there is lots of it. So it is what it is. I mean, there's always going to be silly stuff. But, yeah, if people are trespassing and damaging Tesla's property, then 
they should be held accountable criminally for that. But I don't think it's worth Tesla going after and making an example out of people who are just people with a couple thousand followers on TikTok. More than a couple thousand now. Well, now, yeah, right? he's definitely on a boost from this. But I mean, even so, I think at the at the heart of it is is that peop, the the truth will always win out. Like people, there's more Tesla owners who can share the truth than random videos on TikTok. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I'm listening to you guys, and, and just uh, as I'm listening, I have a opportunity, a rare opportunity to peruse the the comments. Um, I usually don't have that. Franklin does that for me. Uh, but no, you guys are right. But I, uh, the art and science of flight. I like that uh, <laughs> that account name. Um, uh, they were asking about the National Highway Transport Safety Association. Uh, as far as I know, they have not restored the rating. Okay, yeah, they were talking. We were talking about the uh, IIHS, but this one, NHTSA, is a different thing altogether. And no, Darren, uh, do you know? To to date, they haven't done anything different, have they? No, and the NHTSA has not uh, updated their ratings for the Vision cars yet. And neither is IAA or IIHS for the Model Y. They've only retested the Model 3. Um, so Model Y still needs to be tested. Yeah. Uh, I, and and one can assume, or or should I not assume, you tell me, should I not assume that if it's good for the 3, the, the Y won't be any different? That's what I would expect, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, keep uh, uh your comments coming or, or your questions coming in the, in the comment section. If you guys in, in a chat session, if you guys don't, I see that there's just a little personal thing going on between Rob and Gary there. I don't know what that is, but I'm not going to get involved. <laughs> I'm talking about some Tesla takeover thing next week. So I'm trying to get the details. Oh, I know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you right now. Uh, if anyone is in Southern Ontario, um, in the greater Toronto area and Tuesday evening, if they're available, there is a, what is it, Gary? It's a show and shine. It's it's basically like a car club meetup uh, for very. It's not just one car uh, make. It's like any car. It's like it's like a, a classic car stuff like that or muscle cars or like any kind of car, exotic car, whatever you want. Um, it happens every Tuesday in the summertime in at Oakville. It's I think Dorval just off the QEW. I think it is in a Boston Pizza parking lot. I think it is. If I'm correct, if I'm correct. Um, we go down there every now and then. Um, the people from around that area go down there every now and then on a Tuesday. And sometimes there's two or three cars. Sometimes there's uh, five or six. I think. I think I want to say ten is the most we got there, and we sort of took over the, that one time. Actually, I wasn't there. Gary was there. Gary uh, spearheads this whole thing, and um, he wants to uh, put together something next Tuesday. So next Tuesday evening, if you guys are available, uh, come down. Anyone in the Greater Toronto area. I'll be there. The meetup website. Uh, so if you go to meetup.com slash unofficial Tesla club, we'll yeah. have all the info there for you guys. And uh, you've got time now, uh, Darren. If you leave like in the next day or two, you may be able to make it. As <laughs> I'm off this uh, podcast, I'll head in the car. <laughs> Darren, it sounds like you need a plaid. Get here a little quicker. <laughs> you want to order me one? Go right ahead. <laughs> whoa, 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 settle down. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think I heard a transaction there. I think I heard a commitment for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and I've got a recording of it if you ever want to take him to take him to task on it. <laughs> um, you know what? We all here 
it just so happens we have different guests from different places, but just so this so so happens this week we're all Canadian. It's an all Canadian panel, and that's pretty good because uh, Canada Day is in uh, two days. Two days, yeah, Thursday, right? I forget yeah. what day it is. Yeah, it's, it's on Thursday. It's on Thursday. Thursday yeah, it's on Thursday. <laughs> it's yeah. on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> July first, Canada Day. Uh, the reason I talk about us Canadians and Canada Day and everything is because our last article is uh, some news. Coming out from the government of Canada, once again, by Drive Tesla Canada, that awesome website. Uh, fitting that they talk about Canadian stuff because they do all the time. The government of Canada has set a new goal to have all their cars, on sorry, all their new cars and trucks. I love how they put in trucks too, to be electric by 2035. So that's 14 years away. Well, 13 and a half if you want to get technical. Is this achievable, guys? Yes. I think it is, and I think I don't think it's even particularly ambitious. I would say, and the reason is, is because if you look, a lot of the automakers are already kind of pledging to stop, uh, you know, you know, kind of it, maybe not stop, but start uh, re- reducing the number, reeling back the number of uh, ICE cars that they're producing and making, uh, or at the very least, designing. So I think by twenty thirty five, I think just purely the number of ICE vehicles that are available to be purchased new are going to be a lot less. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's particularly ambitious, and I definitely think it's possible, but it's good to see that they're at least, you know, uh, publicly committing to it. Yeah. Okay. Other than the person that wrote the article that's in here, did anyone know that it was originally 2040 and it's been just brought back five years? Yes, I knew that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> However, so I know um, Rob saying it should be twenty thirty in the chat. I think there's more to it than just the uh, like new cars being made. It's not just from a manufacturer standpoint. It's also an infrastructure standpoint. It is. Yeah. Uh, the grid has to be able to support that number of new cars charging all at once. Like if you think we already have problems in the summer with people running AC all at once, uh, the grid has to expand at the same pace as cars being released, right? Uh, so, like, it'd be fantastic to say, hey, let's go pure EV overnight. Uh, but unfortunately, it's not realistic. Uh, there has to be, like, a progression, and the progression has to match with the, the infrastructure of energy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I completely agree. I mean, one could, you know, a skeptic could sit here and say, you know, well, this is just lip service from a government because you know that government's not going to be in power in 14 years. But it's a, and, and, and that's a fair argument, but it just shows a commitment. I mean, you'd be, you'd be crazy in any kind of world government or cr- across the world these days to not have some kind of commitment or come out at least back something that has to do with cleaner energy or the environment or EVs or stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd be crazy not to. Yeah. Yeah. I think within probably five years, there's going to be electric vehicles available at a price point and um, range point that it just, it would make total sense to buy an electric as opposed to an internal combustion car. It's yeah. Within five years, I, I see that happening. Yeah, yeah. I hope, so, I hope so doesn't seem out of reach at all. 
I think we need to still some infrastructure, not just for uh, home charging, but I mean, even fast charging, I think still kind of lacks in Canada outside of the Tesla network. I know you can get across Canada and pretty much everywhere with superchargers. And this is a Tesla podcast, but uh, for like generally speaking, EV adoption, I think the US has done a little bit better with Electrify America at kind of getting an, a separate network up and running. And I know Electrify Canada, I guess, exists as well. Um, but I think we need to see more expansion of like a third-party charging network before we can get to a point where there's no new ICE vehicles being sold. Because obviously at that point, it won't just be Tesla. Maybe like a Drive EV Canada company? I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, no, the, you know, that's exactly the infrastructure and the technology for charging has to increase. Uh, I've got a buddy that he wants to like, I at first, two years ago, when I had my Model 3, he was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not into EVs. I, I'd rather just stop at a gas station. And But now, two years later, like he's talking about it and, uh, when we go camping, talk about the Cybertruck and stuff like that. And he's come around a lot, but he's still on the fence in regards to charging time. And I think he represents a vast majority of people that if you can bring charging, okay, it doesn't have to be exactly like gas, like five minutes or under, but if you can get it in the 10, maybe 15 minute time range, I think that would turn a lot of people. And right now where it's at now, which is good. And, and it doesn't bother me. Uh, but if you could bring it down from where it is now, and I'm sure they will, I'm sure technology will be there. I mean, they're talking already the model S plaid, uh, with their technology can do 187 miles. Tesla saying in 15 minutes, that's 300 kilometers. I mean, that should get you to any next supercharger anyways. But yeah, if they can get it down to 10, 15 minutes, that in my opinion will turn the tide for people like my buddy, uh, which. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff brings up a good point too. Uh, Petro does have charging stations. Yeah. I'm not saying uh, there's none. I'm not saying there's none. Don't get me wrong. There's definitely, there's, there is some charging stations. It's just not like as plentiful. If, if you're trying to transition people who aren't super into EVs, like for us, okay, we recognize there's Petro Canada. Uh, they've got their Canada wide network, but I'm saying for people who aren't EV people, I think you need them to physically be able to see, Hey, there's an EV charger that I can charge at. There's one there. I know in my community, when, people when they installed a supercharger like five minutes from me i had all these people saying hey they installed the supercharger and it kind of um puts something physical for people to point at and say this is there and i don't think it's at that level in every community where you're driving by a gas station on every corner so yes you can go in canada from coast to coast in any ev i'm just saying you need even more to get to a point where you have full all new cars being purchased are EVs. Oh, yeah. Especially uh, further up north, like oh, yeah. supercharger network and Petro Canada network is very southern oriented across Canada. Yeah. Um, as soon as you start going north, there's next to nothing. Yeah. I'm going to throw a wrench in the whole Petro uh, love fest that's going on here. Of course you I don't. I don't agree with what Petro Canada is doing with their charging. Uh, they should have actually placed those chargers in kind of like what the superchargers are, where they're in places where people can actually go and do stuff uh like in malls and restaurants and things like that and they could have still branded it with petro canada so you know exactly what it is uh they could have put it at the petro canada saying hey check out our ev network 
you know, and scan this QR code and you can go see all the different EV chargers they have. But they should actually have the chargers in useful places. Because I feel like long term, you're not going to go to a charging station like you would a gas station. You're going to go wherever you want to go and then there's going to be chargers there, which would make a lot more sense. So I feel like in the short term, Petro-Canada is doing a good job, but in the long term, they're actually going to lose out. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, I think when they their uh, mentality about it when they first did it was like, you know what? It's our property. What what easier way to do it, at least for now, at the start? Maybe they have a, a future plan. Who knows? But when they first started doing this a few years back, they probably said, you know, we have gas stations. We have a little spot in the corner here by the car wash or by the air machine or something. Let's just put it there. Uh You'll will hopefully get people to patronize the the gas bar and the um, whatever the Circle K or whatever would be there. Uh, I know that's so sorry, but whatever is there, A and W because they're usually at A and W is with Petrocana now. So you know, I mean, I, I see why why they did it, how they did it at the time. But uh, you're right. In 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 the future, they'll have to branch out. Uh, the private infrastructures for EVs uh, and actually I think the legacy automakers have to start doing what Tesla's doing and make their own. Uh, while we're talking about this, I see Derek's got a question we're going to get to Derek's question in a second um, while we're talking about this uh, the one article I heard a couple of days ago I read about possibly uh, that unknown car maker that Tesla is mysteriously working with for the EV for their uh, supercharging network may come on board uh, early next year. What do you guys, I think we, I'm, we might've talked about this already, but would you guys mind that? Or are you very like, no, no, I don't want any, anyone else sharing our superchargers. What, what camp are you guys in? We don't live in California. We're okay. No, I, I think in Vancouver, you're starting to see kind of the stress on the system in Canada. Maybe um, Quebec so, too. And Yeah, so I think, and I mean, there's a supercharger down in Quebec right now too. Yeah. I think the one in Montreal is offline for a little bit. Um, so I think you need to significantly ramp up supercharger production and installation. And I think they are like all signs and rumors have pointed to uh, the Buffalo factory, like really ramping up production in China as well. And they're doing this new prefab and I'm sure you guys have talked about it, but the prefab superchargers where they literally can just show up to the site, plop it down, connect the wires and have it up and running. So I hope that'll mean more and more superchargers, but as it stands today, I don't think it would be a good idea to open the network. Um, and when you have so many new EVs coming to market in the next year, like ID4, Aria, all these EVs coming, if you all of a sudden just, and I know it's only one automaker maybe they're partnering with, but if you just open it up and you have so many more Teslas uh, people are buying, then you're going to have a problem. And I think in California you see it, and I think in Vancouver you're starting to see it a little bit. I think it's a great way to expand the network quicker, though, depending on what they're charging. Because if they're able to get large amounts of money that they're able to invest back into the network, you got to remember they're going to expand it faster, right? Yeah. It's not like, I, I see what you're saying and I, I agree with you, but it's not like Tesla's hurting for money. It's not That's like they're, it's not like they're waiting, waiting for partners so they can uh, infuse them with some cash to start doing this. What do you think, Darren? I know you, I, I, I know you got to go soon, but uh, curious yeah. what, what you think about this. Uh, I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I agree with Noah that, I mean, especially in BC, the number of Teslas here is just insane. Um, I've been doing tweets uh, this week showing the um, supercharger stations in the lower mainland area. They were at one point on 
yesterday, I think it was, there were uh, only six stalls available out of 60 plus in the whole wow. city. Um, like, and there were wait times at, at two of them. And um, so in that respect, I don't think it's a good idea to open the network, but in terms of overall EV adoption and like Noah was saying, increasing um, the, the speed with which uh, Tesla expands the network, opening it up to other uh, cars is a good idea in that way. So um, yeah. it's a bit of a double-edged sword. You, you, you want to do it, but at the same time, you, you don't. So yeah. there's going to be some kind of middle ground, I think. How many people here think that um, Tesla said this, or maybe Elon said this years ago, but now they don't want to, but they've already said it, so they sort of committed to it? <laughs> And maybe they're making it harder. Maybe they'll just do this small one, this one small manufacturer, and then leave it at that and say, "Okay, well, we did what we said we were going to do. We opened it up for other people, but uh, we don't want it anymore." <laughs> I think it's a good thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's a great thing for Tesla to eventually like allow other cars to use the network. I think it's great. You mean? I mean, you basically would have to have other. Uh, people who buy another car buy an adapter to charge it at Tesla supercharger. So that's a point of revenue. You have them paying for fuel or uh, kilowatts at Tesla chargers. Like, so it's a huge point of revenue for Tesla. I just don't think it's wise to hinder and kind of sh like, if you have all of a sudden these superchargers packed every day, fully lineups, then that's the kind of uh, image people are going to see, right? People driving past the supercharger are going to see a lineup snaked out the, out the place uh, with people waiting so you don't want to give that that idea to people because i think it'll scare people away from evs so when the infrastructure is there when the chargers have rolled out enough and i think it's going to happen a lot in the next year i think there's going to be tons of superchargers uh like added then i think yeah like they there will come a time when it makes sense to open it to other evs and it'll be a great point of revenue for tesla as well yeah okay um I agree with you guys. Let's move on to this one question from this uh, uh, person named Derek, and then we'll wrap up the show because, like I said, uh, uh, a lot of us here are on a tight schedule for tonight. Uh, I apologize, guys. Uh, I know a lot of you guys are probably accustomed to my one-and-a-half, two-hour <laughs> podcast, but this one's going to be a short one tonight. <laughs> okay, uh, question from Derek Hensel. Anyone know if the new 4680 cells will be backwards compatible with the 2000 series packs? Uh, I guess he means the 2170s. Uh, wondering if the replacement packs will be made available once the new battery tech is released. I know someone who knows. His name's Elon Musk. <laughs> okay. Anyone here? <laughs> oh, it, we, we could take a, a stab at it. I mean, I, I my well, idea kind of, and like everything I think goes back to Tesla being cell-constrained. Um, even once they have 4680 production online uh, in-house, the other companies that are producing batteries, Panasonic, uh, LG, um, Elon has already said that they still need every cell that they can get. So I think that any 4680 cell is going to be earmarked for a new vehicle. Uh, and I think those other companies are still going to be making the 2000 series packs and cells. Uh, so if they're still making that, then Tesla is going to want to utilize those in some facet. So when it comes to replacement packs, if, if they're needed for whatever reason, I don't think they're going to have 4680s going into older vehicles because I think they need every 4680 cell going into a new vehicle. Um, so at least in the short term, I don't think that's something that's going to happen. Cool. But you guys can feel free. Like That's just my opinion. 
from the information we do have. You, you know why I have you on the show, Noah? <laughs> For your opinion. That's exactly guess, what yeah. I want. Yes. Well, guys, uh, we've come to the end of another show. Thank you very much for coming out, guys. Noah, um, oh, let me let me start with Darren first, actually, because he may have to jet out soon. Darren, where can people find you? Uh, DriveTeslaCanada.ca. And there's links to Twitter, Facebook, all yes. that stuff. Yeah. This is the man behind the the magic, folks. You're, you're getting uh, Ride Lightning. Uh, Ryan McCaffrey is using almost all your articles for his, uh, his news lately. Have you noticed in the last two or three weeks? Like he's using... A lot of his news articles are from from your site, which oh, is no, great I to hear. Notice that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's using quite a bit. Uh, Noah, where can people find you? Uh, just on Twitter at Noah Webb with two Bs, so W E B B underscore, and then also uh, if you need wheels for your Tesla, uh, I work for AftermarketEV.com, so we're the distributor of fast wheels in the U.S. and we can also sell in Canada. So anything to do with wheels for your Tesla. Feel free to check out our site at aftermarketev.com or shoot us an email at info at aftermarketev.com and we'd be more than happy to help with that. Fast wheels are great, great wheels, folks. Canadian company too, but uh, even outside of Canadian, like they make great, great wheels. I can attest I have a set myself. Me too. Uh, Franklin, Mother Frunker, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at mfrunker. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Mother Frunker, and you can also find me at Drive Test of Canada. I'm an active writer there. <laughs> how, how do you put up with this, Darren? <laughs> I've written yes. I've written at least two articles in my time. Yeah, and none of them were published. <laughs> no, 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 I'm no kidding. Way. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I read them both. I think. No, I didn't. Oh, uh, and uh, if you're listening to this or you're watching this on YouTube, you know that's where you can find me, folks. I've got the. Uh, radarless or the vision only or tesla Wait, guys what is it called i want to get this right is it tesla vision or uh uh vision only like what, what's the correct terminology bird killer you have to send me that video by the way vision. <laughs> tesla vision okay yeah. Te it's decided okay long, long story short so for people who don't know the joke everyone here does um Dax was driving. I was behind him. A bird flew into the side window of his Raiderless car. Not into like, like it hit it. Not in my car. It didn't go. It didn't fly into my car. Yeah, flew yeah. to the yeah. to the side. And then and a I, couple of minutes later, I called Dax. I'm like, "Wait, Dax, did I just see that right?" <laughs> yeah. So I saved it on dash cam. I think it died. Uh, I um, think so. Yeah. Yeah. Send me the footage because I'm gonna put it in the uh, in the video that's coming out for for that drive and you guys will see what i'm talking about i'll put it in there but yeah uh check if you're interested in more videos for uh, the raiderless car uh check out my videos folks and uh of course if you're a facebook person you can find my channel my my groups <laughs> and not my channels my groups on a um, uh, canadian model 3 and canadian model y groups there and there's a cybertruck club too but I forget the name of it because I don't really go to it much, but I should. When a Cybertruck comes out, that's where I'll be all the time. Anyways, go, folks, thanks for um, watching and listening and anyone listening on the podcast, thanks for doing that. We will see you here. I almost said next week, but it probably won't be next week. But you never know. I might surprise you guys. It might be next week. <laughs> thanks next for year. coming out, guys. <laughs> not next year. Not next year. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>